I'm Amy Winslow, and my company is Products to Profits, and we exist at the intersection between product development, sales, and marketing of consumer products. So what that means is things like pricing strategy or the logistics of how do you bring something into the market, the package design, package engineering, how does it fit in the store, why does it earn a place in the store, and when I say store, it means any distribution channel. So it could be a brick-and-mortar store, it could be online sales, or QVC, HSN, um, any of the online websites for like Target.com. Those to me are Target.com and some of the other branded.coms of big stores. Those are in effect a retail distribution channel. And so um, I like to make that distinction. Now, what you're going to hear today is my perspective as a product development person who develops things for large volume sales. So I'm not an attorney, can't give legal advice. We work all day, every day with intellectual property, and I speak for the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office occasionally on commercialization. So all of that said, welcome to today's call. I'm super, super happy that we get to do these and that they're growing like they are. My mission is to change people's relationship to their creativity in the world and to see that come fully to life. So I want to make the biggest difference we can. So let's see. Um, we talked about it's not legal advice. I'll refer you uh, to back to your attorney if it's a legal question. When you ask questions, give me enough information to answer the question, but if you give out your special secret super duper innovation and you haven't applied for a patent and you think you want to, then this would qualify as public disclosure of that. So uh, keep that in mind. It can void your rights to file for a patent if you want to do that. So I am on a roll today. We have a lot moving and grooving here. If you ha already have a question that you know you want to ask, press star 2 now, and that will get you in the, the line to ask questions. So press star 2 if you've got a question already, and then I'm going to do a little bit of content here while we're uh, starting the day. And I just want to say, first off, that for me, Mondays are always the start of a brand new opportunity, brand new opportunity to make a difference, move forward, expand, grow, change mindset, etc. And so that's what today is about, is how do you change your product story, which by the way involves you changing yourself too. So let's launch into this. A product story, product story, hmm, hmm. Product story is everything that you say to somebody or communicate to somebody about why you're creating your product, why it looks the way it does, what it does in the world, etc. right? Now, like I said in the emails over the weekend, your product story is really engaging to you. You've been fascinated by it for a couple of years, right? And it may be a couple months, it may be a couple of years, but... You're fascinated by it, and you know the intricacies of all the different versions you've tried and everything you've, you've been working on, right? Well, that's not relevant to everybody, okay? But your product story involves 
talking points that work for the market you're talking with at that point, okay? So the elements of a product story are why you're, why you're solving that problem, what the problem is, what the benefit and the life experience is after somebody uses your product. And so really what they're buying is actually the after story of owning your thing, right? They have a problem, they want the problem solved, and then after the problem is solved, here's what their life looks like, okay? Now, that's the simplest version of it. When I communicate about a product, it's really important to me with buyers or with investors or even end consumers, like if you're doing a Kickstarter campaign, you want to stay focused on the benefit to that market, okay? So the product story that you tell to an investor involves slightly different elements or aspects of your project than what you're going to say to a retail buyer or what you're going to say to an end consumer because the concern of the market is that little bit different. So you want to shine light on your project and your product from different angles almost, okay? So we're going to rework somebody's story about their product and about how they're talking about it with different um, audiences on this call. So if you want to do that with me and you want me to tweak what you're saying and, and how you're saying it and kind of um, laser in on that for you, I want you to press star 2. That will raise your hand on the phone line. If you're on the webcast, type in the live Q&A box and we'll uh, make sure to pay attention to those. So great. I know we've got uh, some people in both places. All right. So the definition of talking with or communicating your product story, it could be on your packaging. It could be in your website sales listing. Uh, it could be social media, billboards, television, if you're going that way. And it can also be just in one-on-one -on -one conversations. Okay. Now, it involves being strategic about what you're sharing and enthusiastic about it and aware of what the other person on the other side of the conversation is thinking, feeling, and what they're bringing as an emotional state even to the conversation with you. When someone's looking at a package, it causes a certain response. Um, when they are in a conversation with you, and they're really busy, they'll have a different attention span than when they have a lot of time, okay? So it's really important to take into consideration what's the status of where you are, the context of it. So um, in a nutshell, effective product stories involve massive editing, massive editing, because as creatives, we are in love with it, right? You know, we're like, oh, my gosh, look at this. This is awesome. It's taken us this long to do, and here's everything we have to go through. That's the whole story, right, which isn't necessarily the most effective version of the story. So you want to edit it to something that people can digest. I know we've got somebody who's already raised their hand to either ask a question or get their, their talking points and their story kind of 
honed in and, and worked on today. So if you have a question, press star 2 on the phone line, raise your hand. And if you're on the webcast, type in the live Q&A box, and we will um, take a look there, too. Let's see. Okay, we've got somebody from Jacksonville, Florida, on the webcast asking, what's the best way to get the story out on Facebook? Any tips? Facebook is really interesting, Bob, because you can put a longer version of the story up, and you can put it up in different formats. You probably are going to do a video, and I would get clear on what is the purpose of putting it on Facebook. What are you trying to accomplish? If you are trying to attract end consumers, the story is going to be more on the benefit of the product. And if you are trying to attract investors, in broad terms, you're going to look more about things. The talking points will be more about the market size, the cost to manufacture being low, and the competition being low, if that's the case, or that this is already a proven product in the market and here's the innovation that we are bringing to it. So if you're talking to investors, it's more on, well, what's the business's potential? But if you're talking to the product consumer, the buyer, it's what's the benefit in their life after it, okay? So the best way to get story out on Facebook right now, video's killing it. It's just awesome. So you're going to probably need video, and you may need to do kind of a funnel of bits of the story, right? Um, probably going to need to do some ad campaign that gets people to click so you can put them in a list and then tell them the next pieces um, and help segment your list that way. So we can talk a little bit more about that if you'd like. I'm going to go back over to our phone line. Okay, we've got um, somebody from New York with a phone number ending in 4737. I'm going to unmute your phone line. Hi there, what's your question? And What would you like to say? Hello, Amy. Hey, Amy, how are you doing today? This is Anthony with Easy Access Doorknobs. Hey, Anthony, how are you today? Okay, keeping busy, positive, staying, stay, keep moving, you know. There's no time to, to, to how could you say, um, not think good things. Only good, only bad things. We gotta think good things all the time. Um, product story. How long should it be? Wow, that's a great question. Um, there's different lengths, and that's why I mentioned this editing, because when you think about a product story and you think about delivering it verbally, if it's the first yeah. time somebody's hearing about your product, you probably have 30 seconds at the beginning to. Um, engage their attention, and it's usually best if you go with a question first. So if you're delivering it verbally and somebody you just met at a meeting, you might say, um, you, have you ever had to struggle with a doorknob? You know, And if they've never had to struggle with a doorknob and you're trying to sell them a doorknob, then it, it's kind of a mismatch. Or you say something like, did you know that over 13 million people in the United States have arthritis in their hands by the time they're 70? Or whatever the stat is, that will, and people go, wow, that's interesting. Well, we have a doorknob that actually makes it a lot easier for people, to, you know, whatever it is your benefit is. I'm kind of making that up. Uh -huh. um, 
and that will start the conversation. But you want to actually look at this like when you are first meeting somebody, you want to create relationships first and foremost and find out if there's any resonance. That's if you're trying to sell the doorknob right there. If you're trying to get an investor, you might have more time. Um, if it's a first pitch, you know, like you're actually in a formal pitch appointment, those will usually be anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes, but it's going to be much more focused on the business than just the product. So you uh, have to think, just, through, think through the environment and what you're trying to cause, okay? All right. Um, I, 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 I did write up a product story, and, mm -hmm. and you know, the story that I, I told the story about myself and how I came up with the idea. It, would that be something similar to what a product story would be about? Um, that is an awesome question. Usually I find when people lead with, well, let me tell you about myself, it, it turns people off. Okay. When you start with the problem you're solving, then it, there is more capacity for somebody to enter into the conversation with you. Because okay. um, if you start out with, well, you know, hi, my name is uh, Anthony and I – uh, was a machinist or I was this and this. you know people are like okay great the guy is self-involved do you know what I mean okay that's exactly how I started off I saw my I introduced myself and where I grew up and what I did as a kid and what, what caught my attention and so forth so obviously this product story that I wrote up is is not uh, how could you say um, up to par I got to tweak it out of it. Yeah, I would put the the problem that you're solving first and then talk about what makes it what makes you uniquely suited to have solved the problem if you're asking for investment money. If you're just trying to sell doorknobs, it's probably not relevant. Okay. You know, unless you have something or someone in your life that had a really bad problem with doorknobs and you had to come up with a solution for them and it took their life from hellish to heavenly. You know, you want to look uh -huh. for, like, because then it's relevant. Or if you were, say, you know, an orthopedic surgeon and you noticed that your patients consistently had whatever. But it, usually it's best to lead more with the problem than with you. Okay. Okay. I was and, going. And, I was going off of like commercials that are on TV, like for example, My Pillow, and how Mike introduces himself. And I was kind of like trying to, trying to um, use that as like a guide. How he Hello, my name is Mike. I'm inventor of MyPillow.com and so forth. So I was right. trying to use that as like a guideline, and. And that, I guess that's what I started in a way, but like you are saying that to start off like that, I'm going to lose the people's attention right away. Okay. Do you want to hear mine? Like for my business, sure. what I say when I introduce myself to a brand new group. You know, like sure. if I'm getting up to speak or somebody's nobody heard, nobody's heard of me or whatever. 
I say, hi, I'm Amy Wenzel. I'm CEO of Products to Profits. And our company exists at the intersection between product development, sales, and marketing for consumer products. So there's usually a Grand Canyon-sized gap between those three areas. People can get a product developed, but then they can't sell it or they can't market it. We're how people move over that Grand Canyon and get to the other side quickly and effectively. Okay. That is my entire introduction. That was short. <laughs> short but that is my point. entire introduction. Okay. And by the end of that, we know if they're in our pond or not. And that's usually about as quickly as I deliver it. Or sometimes I'll add some some successes or, you know, some retailers that people sell to or, you know, online places. But, like, my business's story is that succinct because we've edited and edited and edited. And uh-huh. it has a – I say it a little differently. Everybody in the company uses that same basic one, by the way. <laughs> Everybody, including Lynette, who's who's my admin. Um, all of us use the same one, or pretty close, because the message of the business is consistent. Okay? And people might ask me then, well, wow, that's really interesting. How did you get started with that? Oh, I grew up making things when I was six years old in the creek bed with my sister. And here's what, you know, and then I have permission to tell them more because they've asked. Okay? Okay. So it's the same thing with you. You know, so give me your first two sentences. Intr- introduce yourself to me like we'd never met. Hello, my name is Anthony Rafino. I'm the inventor of easy access doorknobs. Okay. Or So what does easy access doorknobs give the market? What does that do? Um, I, I, it eliminates the gripping and twisting motion of the hand and wrist. And I made a doorknob that you're able to push and pull with simple ease. Okay. So um, you can push and pull the doorknob with simple ease, and you don't have to have any grip strength to operate it. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. So do you have any any, um, number that says, you know, it's 50% easier to open the door or anything like that? Um, I made it to be ADA compliant, and I have doctors endorsing my product, how beneficial it would be to society. Okay. okay. So can I, can I give you what I would, cons- I would point you to as an introduction? Sure. Yes. Hi. My name is Anthony Rufino, and I created a doorknob that, believe it or not, you can operate with either a push or pull and almost no hand grip strength pretty spectacular because we have the ADA compliant certification and doctors are endorsing this for patients of all different kinds and it's really making it a lot easier for people who have problems with their hands. That sounds very good. Now if I could only write down as fast as you was talking. (laughs) (laughs) I will make the recording to this available so uh, that was at about 20 minutes in. Okay. Okay. So, does that make sense? How like nice and concise that is? 
yes, and it's not making it long and and drawn out where people where you're going to lose the people's attention. You're just telling them on the spot who I am and what I did and the benefits about it, simple and easy. And that somebody is standing behind it. You know, ADA yes. compliant. Oh, okay, that means it's good. You know, uh-huh. is, is the way it translates in consumer language. That means it's good. In investor language, they go ADA compliant. Oh, this guy knows some standards. He did some research. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that presents you as like, oh, you knew that there was this thing called ADA compliant. Oh, that's interesting. This uh-huh. guy's a cut above. I should talk to him if I want to invest in something. Okay. And the fact that you can mention that you have doctors endorsing it, um, also if it's an investor, plays well because it means people are behind it in the market. And if you're a consumer, it plays well because if doctors are recommending it for patients and I'm a patient of a doctor or I have hand problems, I go like credibility. Okay? Okay. Terrific. Thank you. You're welcome. So that's the kind of thing. Um, I'm going to mute your line for your privacy, Anthony, and I'm going to go to our next person on the phone. Um, it's somebody from Ohio. Your phone number ends in 3341. Hi there. Hi, is this Mike? Yeah, this is Mike. How, how are you? I am doing awesome this morning. What's your question, Mike? I was just wondering if, uh, if, if like, I'm, I'm developing a website right now, and, and it's, it's a uh, e-commerce website, and mm-hmm. I was wondering if there was any room in there for a About Us page or if I should just put, like, About Me kind of blog, like, on the end of the video and basically describing, you know, who I am and, and how I came about this uh, solution to a problem. You know, that's a great question. So when you're doing an e-commerce website or a website in general, you have more space um, physically to include some story. Um, You could also do a very simple version of kind of what I just did with Anthony. And you could put it in a video and have that be how people find out about you. Um, And, you know, you have so much background that influenced your product. I For everybody, I happen to know Mike's product. He's a client of ours. And so you have the ability to put it in a video, do it really short, like we just did with Anthony. Yeah, about 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds or a minute because your product is one that doesn't require a lot of um, technical information or knowledge. You know, like you don't need to have been an engineer for 35 years working on NASA things, right? Which is part of what I love about right. it, by the way. <laughs> I yeah, love it's, it's the dog for a couple of years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I would do maybe one, a couple quick sentences in a video. You could do a short paragraph, like maybe five sentences. And that's something you probably should have a copywriter Right, or you might want to have us take a look at and craft something for you, um, because when, this is a really fascinating thing. Years ago, I was inside corporate, and I decided I was going to leave one company. I was going to go to a new company, and I was looking for that next place, right? And I decided to have a 
resume writer write my resume, and man, it felt expensive back then. It was a while ago. $500 to have somebody else write my thing, right? And I was like, wow, you know, I'm already a good writer. Because I am. I'm a good writer. It's a strength. And I was like, oh, you know, I could just write my own. Or, hey, maybe I should have this someone write my resume. And I decided to hire the resume writer and pay that $500. And right. I got the resume writer through a friend of mine. He was ghostwriting articles for her, for her company. And he took my resume, he took the exact same information, exactly the same, same statistics, same scenarios, same everything, right? He rewrote it objectively and powerfully. When I read that resume, Mike, I wanted to hire this woman. And I I remember thinking, oh, my God, I want to hire her. I don't know who she is, but I want to hire her. And it was my own stinking resume, right? (laughs) It was my own thing. But what happens is he wasn't afraid to speak my greatness, whereas I was backing off of it. You know, I was, oh, I don't want to say, oh, yeah, you know, like, I wasn't putting things powerfully for myself. Right. Do you know that that one act of having someone else do that writing was a 50% pay increase to the next place? And I was already doing wow. quite well. I was already in upper management. It was a 50% pay increase when I made the leap. Yeah. Uh huh. That's great. Exactly. So I'm I'm sharing that because it's like copywriting. Sometimes doing our own stuff is not what we should be doing. You know, and that goes for me all the way until today. We have a copy team that is working on a project for us because I am stuck. So I have to, I had to get outside help. Because <laughs> yeah. we can't well, sometimes yeah, we, we can't do our sometimes we can't do our own thing, you know? Right. And so they're doing drafts and I'm reviewing plus Capacity issues, you know, that comes up too. So um, does this help? I would do a video, uh, short. Right. Trans- well, it was trans- going to be like the, uh, like a 30-second, uh, uh, like a, the way I, I wrap up my demonstration video for my uh, my, my website. I, okay. I, I didn't know how to call And so I figured, well, I'll just come on and introduce myself and, and 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 say how I came about this and and why I solved this problem and and uh, mm-hmm. finally got it and now you can too and kind of kind of spew right into a sales kind of pitch kind of thing but it's like a third thirty second type of thing on the end of a, a minute and a half video. Yeah, and for uh, you, should you should definitely you should be talking about um, you know the number of hours a day that that you're involved in the activity that you are involved in it. So of course you had to come up with a better solution. So this is for people that want the easiest, most effective, and um, best results for right. just a few minutes a day. Right. Yeah. Quick, clean, and easy. No screwing around. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and it and non damaging. We'll say it that way too. Okay. Right. I feel like we're speaking right. in code. <laughs> not not giving it away, speaking in code. But um, that's the, the general gist of where you should be in. And then 
take that same clip and you can put it at the end of the videos, but you can also have it edited out separately if you are going to do an About right. Us page and put it over there. And the About Us page can be very engaging for people because sometimes if if you're going to do like a Kickstarter campaign or something, people want to know the backstory a little bit. When I say backstory, I mean the process that you're going through, not uh, every little piece, but sometimes on Kickstarter you'll see there's these regular status updates of, hey, we just got our first production samples out of the factory, or hey, we, you know, we we just got yeah. this thing. So you can do it that way too. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Separate it out, separate it out and include that video clip separately. And that video can also start to be an ad campaign if you want it to be. Okay, very good. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to mute your line for your privacy. If anybody else has a question on the phone line, you can press star 2 to raise your hand. I'm going to go check our webcast and our live Q&A. Great. Uh, okay, so cool. All right, so... Sue, thank you very much for, your, for the comments. Um, press star 2 to, on the phone line to raise your hand and ask the last question of the day. Um, okay, I see we've got... Okay, there's also a question from Tom about product stories and packaging and how they're related. Okay, so a product story, when you think about how you communicate it, your packaging is part of that. Um, the why it looks the way it looks. Um, you know that it's a quality product. That it is well considered, well designed, is part of what gets unconsciously communicated with your packaging. Then, for some of our clients, on the back of packages, we'll include an inventor's statement. Um, and an inventor statement sounds like this. I'll just grab one of our clients. And this is Jeff Dahls from Lubrope. He's a client from a while ago. I just happened to have his inventor statement handy. And it says on his package, what started out being an easy, not free tie-down for securing stuff in the back of my truck has turned out to be so much more. Lubrope makes it faster, easier, and much safer than traditional bungee cords. I guarantee you will use lube rope in more ways than you could ever imagine. Jeff Dahl, lube rope inventor. So that's an example of a product story put on a package. Notice it was still very much about the benefit of the product, right? We mentioned in it, easy, not free tie-down for securing stuff in the back of my truck. We did that very strategically with using the word stuff because it's kind of how the market that buys this item would talk. You know, they may say tools, they may say, you know, um, cargo, they may say boxes, but everybody gets the word stuff. And it's uh, it was attention-getting, but it's speaking the language of that market. And then uh, lube rope makes it faster, easier, and much safer than traditional bungee cords. I guarantee you will use lube rope in more ways than you could ever imagine. So that entire statement is one, two, three sentences. And it tells a little bit about Jeff's background. Hey, he has a truck. 
he was problem solving, he had things that were moving around. Okay, so he decided to make a safer, better way. So really straightforward about that. Um, so I'm going to refresh, see if we have any more webcast questions. Nope, cool, we're good there. And if anybody on the phone line has one, I'll take one last question before we wrap up for the day. And press star two, that'll raise your hand. Okay, and it doesn't have to be on this. You can ask about anything. So I'll give everybody a second. And okay, it looks like we're complete for today. So all the phone lines are open. Uh, if you want to say a quick goodbye, um, thank you everyone for spending part of your Monday. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome, everyone. Talk to you in two weeks.